everybody. My name is Metal Music Man. And I'm Professor Lex. And welcome to episode 20, 20. Yeah. of the Metal and Lex podcast. You guys made it. You thought that you wouldn't get to 20, and you did. And we're yeah. so proud of you. It's been months. We months knew you had it in you. Lockdown, horrible horridness, and pressure from the... Big oh. inside to not go outside the the conspiracy theory to we'll go with that. Yeah. I was I was going to say pressure say? <laughs> pressure from existence uh, and thinking you might die at any moment. Oh well, there's but, that. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Mine's funnier, <laughs> not as depressing. But, you know, it goes both ways. <laughs> so this week uh, we are going to talk about we did uh, if you remember a while back an episode on tournament memories. Yes, and this is a uh, kind of similar but less less about the the tournaments themselves yeah and more about the uh, the sets we, we got a lot of like character interaction and us talking about the people and, and there's some of that here but it, it's more about like what that meant when you when yeah you there's set, set favorite set wins and losses I, I don't know that i have two i mean i know i have that's one. okay i'm pretty you, sure i have I, i'm pretty sure so okay are we gonna break this down categorically or are we just gonna fire off I was, I was thinking fire off but if you've got okay. like well, no, that's probably better because yeah. there's definitely certain games where it'd be a little harder for me to think of like favorite favorites or worst oh. worst. But then there's I definitely have like, you know, certain sure certain games where I know that. But uh, but so, yeah, we're going to talk about, yeah, favorite wins and losses we've had. Um, I guess before we do that, we can uh, just have general life updates. On yeah, things. your update. Yeah, you started you introduced the topic before we had 30 minutes of rambling about. Uh, what butts we've touched and where you know we I kind of feel like jumping in. I'm gonna do a quick one. We'll okay, jump, you know I don't. I think this <laughs> is a fine. factor of we were just talking about right before we started this. I normally just yeah I go into my mode or whatever, and I was sitting here like we just played a bunch of Smash. We were just doing a bunch of Smash sets, so my brain is in like very. I was trying to teach him some Falco stuff. It's, it's in very miserable. like Smash analytical mode, and I feel surprisingly less apt to carry a random conversation than no, I normally do at this fine. exact moment. But um, yeah, no, uh, life life's decent. I had um, I did a freaking like half day at work today nice because i worked last night until like eight and then still worked like another hour at home on this stupid server crap that's irrelevant and then some of my coworkers had the audacity to be obnoxious all day today and ask me like dumb questions that could have been emails and I, i've gotten i think five cell phone calls today after the fact after you left after yeah you to be fair out. i literally left at 12 30 in the wow. afternoon today and did not get in until like 10 30 in the morning that's not bad <laughs> but honestly i worked day? like five hours well. overtime yesterday so i don't give a fuck so you're but, good yeah so i'm good regardless but hours. like but like it was just like shit that i just hate when people do that when they they ask you a question that doesn't need to be a phone call like it becomes an urgency like i was taking a shit earlier and it was uh -huh. like a particularly bad shit so i wasn't paying oh, attention so you're to already the, in a bad the phone calls yeah. Uh, yeah i get out i see i have a missed call on my phone yeah, I immediately get a text message that says, call me. I call the person <laughs> and like the shit that they needed was the most. It was like there were there was an event at work and I. Oh, yeah. This, here, Mercedes you know, here, see the rambles. They just come to me. It's oh, so natural. Is, didn't so take I, any prompting. <laughs> so, I, yeah, the, the, one of the reasons I was just like, I'm done today. Besides the fact that I had premeditatedly decided I was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you knew in your heart one of hearts. Of, yeah. One of the things that helped me along the way to to leave early is that we have this event and all these like parents are organizing it. It's like a uniform sale. It's stupid. Um but for some reason and this is like this is so indicative of of how my work has just worn me down. So I <laughs> just the 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 stupidity of of humans and how it just 
it slowly whittles away at my existence. Existence, your soul, your yeah, my core, soul, my yeah. the embodiment of what makes me me, and it just your slowly wilderness. dies over time. Is I, I'm walking from one building to another. I'm in the building where this event is taking place, and I walk out, and the people that are running this event are like, "We're just gonna uh, we're gonna leave this door open. We're gonna leave this door open because uh, we gotta like do stuff." And we're tired of having to like open the open door. Open the door, yeah. Because it's a huge hassle. Well, our doors. You got to put your hand on the on the knob. No, and then to twist be fair, it, it is like a security like... system. They need a card. Okay. They either had a temporary card, or someone there had one. Okay, someone, maybe not the person I spoke to, but but this is like how much has worn me down. My immediate thought is like I should just program these doors to be unlocked, but. <laughs> I'm not going to do it for two reasons. One yeah, is that is that you didn't fucking ask me to just unlock the doors for you. Yeah. You prefaced this with some bullshit reasoning why you needed to prop the door open, which made me think they were like moving, moving things, things and they needed their like hands. Some, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they, they weren't. It was just an idiot human having an idiot solution that they hadn't thought out. But like in the past, I would have asked them questions uh-huh. and I would have qualified the situation. Oh, but and I'm so worn down by the stupidity of the existence of other humans that I don't even do that anymore. I'm just like, okay, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck what you do. Bye. So I just walked away. Okay. It's not your heating bill. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, and my, as I'm walking away, I'm like, this is stupid. There's obviously no reason for them to prop these doors open. But you're not going to find out what but that reason is. But they didn't ask isn't. me to program yeah. or to, to unlock the doors for them. They specifically, they said to me, we need to prop the door open, which I knew was bullshit and stupid. But, but I just you took did, it at face value. But I just didn't care. Yeah. Also, no other person who knew that this event was occurring on my staff ever fucking, literally all you have to do, this is the whole email thing. Do you know how hard it is for me to program a door? How hard? I open up the door system and I say, open a door at this time. It takes about five minutes. And then you have to hack into the matrix. No, it takes about five minutes at most. (laughs) That's like on a slow period of time. It takes like five minutes. So the problem is people know these events are occurring. They're like, I'm not not responsible for this fucking uniform sale. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck this is about. I don't care. I don't don't care. And I don't, yeah, I don't don't have any interest. But (laughs) no one, no one on the staff or my other coworkers at any point, just all they have to do is email and be like, hey, Will, open, uh, can you open this door? And and then I'll do it, and then I'll respond to them by email and say, sure. And it could have been done six months ago. It could have been done a week ago. It could have been done this morning. Mm-hmm. Nobody did that either. So I literally just was like, eh, whatever, and I walked away. Okay. <laughs> so fuck it. Like, fucking prop the door open. Kill the heating bill. I don't give a fuck. Nobody fucking else cares, so yeah. I don't care either. Why, why should you? Why, sh- why should so you So I came back over after yourself? I was doing whatever the fuck I was doing after I'd left that building. And when I came back in, I was going to... I had, like, another task. And I got sidetracked in this task because when I got in... Side the building and to the second floor of the building away from where the, where these people were, I heard like a bird noise and I was like, oh, oh there's, well. there's birds because the doors are open outside. But it wasn't. It was just a bird chilling on floor two of my building. It had like gone oh. up the stairwell and there's no like. It took the stairs. Did, did it have a key card to get in? Yeah. It <laughs> mu- you know, it must have asked someone to program the door. <laughs> And this bird is so like, thoughtful of them <laughs> to express what they wanted. Yeah, you know, it's, it's almost like basic human communication is really fucking easy. But the bird did it. The bird knew. So um, it was a cute little like finch thing. It was really small. It was very confused. It, it had never yeah. been in a building before in its life. Never and, done Catholic school. Yeah. It Didn't get the been. uniforms. Yeah, it was it was scared. There was you, a lot of... Um, you've had that dream where you show up. a dogma that was... <laughs> yeah, a religious dogma I wasn't yeah. signed up for. Yeah. You've had that dream where you walk in and everyone else has the uniform and you forgot yours or is uh, that just me? No. I never went to like people a Catholic, so normally I'm naked. they have those dreams. Yeah. I don't normally have naked dreams. I 
Well, I have dreams where I'm like, okay, we've talked about it. Yeah. I had a sex nightmare last night. Oh, congrats. It was, I don't understand. Horrible? Yeah, it was horrible. I had a dream that my old boss, who is a nun, <laughs> her like mom died. That's Which sad. in real life, I think her dad died. I don't know if she even has a mom anyway anymore. Oh, like, I think she was the whole spawned out of a pit of like, Jesus and dad semen or something. Anyway, um, but... Um, so this, in the dream, this nun's mom died and I went to a funeral and yeah. the nun was like inconsolable. And at some point, my dream brain was like, you should make out with the nun to make her feel better. And I'm like, the weird thing about a sex nightmare is that there's a part of you. It's so <laughs> not desirable. This is a nun who's like 67. Oh, so she's not even like a hot nun. She's, no, she's just a nun. She's just a nun lady. And she... She has like she's not at all Trumpian. She's very liberal. Oh no! But I would describe the way she speaks and acts as like somewhat Trumpian as well. Like the way she's got the same candor and the way she yeah she has like a cadence and a scatterbrainedness that is somewhat that's dementia in Trump's case. Yeah, well uh, he had it before he had dementia too. I feel like yeah he was just weird and dumb. But yeah, anyway. So she's got like there's a lot of things. There's nothing about there's no part of it that is. She's a very nice lady. I like her a lot. But, like, I have no inkling of, like, desire to do sex things with her. But my brain is just like, here's you making out with a nun. And so then you're, like, sort of jarred because you're, like, not Why wanting would to I do, do it. If you're wanting to wake up. And so you're, like, half-seas awake, like, knowing it's bullshit. But uh. then half-seas, it's, like, it's happening anyway. And anyway, it was horrible. I, I ended up, like, going to a house with her. And we didn't have sex, thank God. Oh, thank God. But... But but it was like a lot of weird, weird nun make out. But then I forget we were doing some activity. There was an activity. <laughs> and I feel like there was a board game. I don't remember. Canasta. <laughs> Backgammon. Anyway, anyway, sex sex nightmares. Sex are nightmare. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, this had a reason to be brought up. You were talking about the was. bird. Yeah, that was why, inside. Why would the bird bring me to sex nightmares? That's a good How question. did I get I'm not here? Sure. No, there was a reason. Religious dogma. Yeah, uh, maybe something like that. I, was, I said, "Oh, the, the uniforms." I was talking about the bird was upset because they didn't is. have uniforms. There we followed the plot thread. There it is. We've got a, a clear line. There it is. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, so this bird was like, it was all sad and it was freaked out and it thought I was going to eat it. So I was trying to anyway. I chased this bird for like thirty fucking minutes <laughs> around. This is. <laughs> Is this, is this today? You did this today? Yeah. <laughs> so you were at work for two hours, <laughs> 30, and like twenty five percent of that time, you were like hanging out with a bird. This is accurate. Okay. This, okay. Has <laughs> a much better day Lex's than I had. Soul at, at my job. I thought it was going to be a much different experience. No, no. Job. This is actually though, but you have to understand. This is what makes it more bullshit and more obnoxious. Is like my job is so easy. All I need. If I worked with like you or other normal humans, uh-huh. it would be the easiest, best job of all time. It mostly is a very easy, good job, obviously. But like but the things that make it dumb are just so the wild finch chases. They're so dumb. Yeah, they're I've, so dumb. I've never. No, had no, that. the finch chase is good. It's the fact that I had to do the finch chase because, because dumbasses yeah, left doors open. That triggered the wild for like three chase. hours on a fucking ninety-five degree day or whatever. Ugh, ugh. So anyway, I chased the finch around. It get I, I literally I went 
I chased it on the second floor. It went up to the third floor. I chased it all the way around in a circle on the third floor. It went down to the second floor. I almost got it out one of the side doors and then another side door. Then it went down to the first floor. Then I got it out the side door almost, but it was like, nah, and it flew at me and hit me in the face and then oh, kept running. Yeah. Then it went all the way back up the stairs and it was like that moment in a video game where, okay, I'm going to use Median XL, which is an extremely, extremely obscure Diablo 2 mod, so I'm going to have to explain that, but I'll try and be brief. There are bosses that when you kill them, you might do a lot of damage to the boss, but the bosses are like really punishing. And if the boss kills you, it heals itself for like a fifth of its health bar. Okay. And it was like one of those moments where you get the boss down to half health and you're like, I'm almost going to kill this boss. I'm almost going to kill this boss. And then you die twice. And you're like, no, 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 no. And then the boss is healed to full. And suddenly you've spent an hour doing nothing. Yeah. So the bird climbing the stairs, I was like, oh my God, fuck. Like, no. So then it went all, and then it went all up the third stairwell again. Yeah, sure. And there's nowhere out on the third, the third floor. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no like no exit. windows. There's no. only an exit on the second and the first. So anyway, I eventually got it out the second floor. And then I realized I had locked myself out the building, had to walk all the way around in my nice shoes that are brand new that I had worn for the first time today. I had to walk well, through all the grass. You got to break them in. I got, what? You got, got to, to break, break them, them in, in. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so where this is getting to is I'm taking a shit, I'm taking a shit, okay, at home. I have gone home. Fuck You've, The bird fuck is resolved. Oh, no, no, I have to say, I have to say that I, I set then, finally, after the bird, I was like, fuck you fucking fucks. And I set the doors to be unlocked. And I went down sure. and I told the dumb yeah. people... And I was like, I am going to close these doors, but they are unlocked. And then they looked at me like they were about to complain. And I interrupted them and was like, I just chased a bird around for 30 minutes because you let a bird in. And they're like, we didn't even see it. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Right. That's part of the problem. The doors are going to close now. And they're just like, oh, we're... then they were like, we're so sorry. I'm like, yeah, thank God there was a cute bird or you would have, I guess, thought that I was the one being irrational. You fucking <laughs> fucks. Fucking idiots. So anyway, so I fucking closed the fucking door and, and I'm like, look, and I show them. I'm like, look, it opens because you have to show people this. They don't believe well, yeah, they, yeah, They don't believe that I opened it. They yeah, think that I'm going to close it and walk away and then it's not going to work. And so they have that panic attack. So you have to hold their hands to that panic attack and show them the door's open. And then I wasted 10 minutes walking around the other door trying to find somebody that I could tell because I knew they'd have a panic attack and I couldn't find them. So I didn't give a fuck and I gave up and then I went home. They can have their own private Yeah, fuck attack. that. Yeah. Oh, actually, before I went home, I remembered that I had another task to do, but I forgot about it because I chased a bird for 30 minutes, yeah. and it took all my attention away, so then I did that task, then I went home. So, I went home, I took a shit. I get done taking a shit, it's a bad shit, I fucking look at my phone. So mad, I have a missed a phone call. Lousy shit. Yeah, now I have a missed a phone fucking phone call after this gross shit. Missed phone call, a text message that says, call me. I'm like, oh my god, this is like urgent, yeah, probably. I just got dying. home. I pick up the phone, and they're like, hey, did you know that the doors are open? Yeah. And I go, yeah. <laughs> I unlocked the doors because oh no. People were leaving the doors open. So I unlocked them. That's why they're open. And then they were like, "Oh. Okay. Well, how hard is it for you to close the doors?" And I'm like, "It, it it's really easy. Do do you, and I'm, at this point I'm already annoyed." <laughs> yeah. Even like instantaneously. I'm like, "Do you want me to close the doors?" Well, here's the thing. No, no, do, you, do you want me to close the doors? No, no, no. Before like, you tell me about yeah. it, just well, answer that see, question. Well, see, they did the new up. thing, and the sale is done, and people have gone home, so I feel like maybe probably, I'm like, so you want me to close the doors? You want me to close the doors? You want, you want me to close the doors? I, I can do it. Um, yeah, I think maybe you might want to. So I'm going to close the doors. Is that okay? Is everyone done? Can I close the doors? Yeah, go ahead and close the doors. Okay, thanks. Yep, yep, thanks. Okay, okay, goodbye. <laughs> You did not need to do that. Just send me an email that says, Hey, Will, close door. The same way you could have <laughs> fucking emailed me to just be like, because here's the thing. 
They didn't even need to. I, make, I had to make an educated guess, which then is me shooting myself in the foot. I had to schedule these doors. I'm like, I'll just set them for an arbitrary time, 4 p.m. No one's going to be here after 4. It's fucking Friday. No whatever. one wants to be here. I yeah. get this call at like 2 after I took like a fucking hour-long shit of horribleness. Miserable hour-long Miserable. Shit, yeah. I get this fucking call, and it's like, not only is it obnoxious because you called me when you could have just emailed me to close the fucking doors... It's double, triple, quadruple obnoxious because, because they're playing coy. No, well, yes, yeah. but even more so if you had, yes, but also if they had fucking <laughs> emailed me ahead of time, this is the thing. They could have told me the start and the end time of the event. I wouldn't have needed to talk to any of these people. I wouldn't have needed to chase the bird. I wouldn't have needed, <laughs> to, I wouldn't have needed to fucking talk to the stupid fucking parents that I don't want to talk to. I wouldn't have needed to fucking get interrupted during my shit, call you back at the end of my the shit while I'm still shit. having post shit anxiety pucker in my fucking butthole fucking trying to think about work while my butthole's bothering me because i just finished this uber monster shit you could have just emailed me and been like we have an event the event starts at 11 and it ends at 2 and i would have said okay <laughs> yeah fuck i hate people dude i fucking hate people so fucking much so anyway ah <laughs> I would rather chase that bird around to the end of my days than ever talk to another human being sometimes. Like, it is just unfathomable to me the inefficient nature of other people and the way that they just, like, who calls someone to think about what they're going to say? I got a no, phone call no. because it was urgent that they thought they weren't sure why the doors There's were a open. Pressing matter. Think yeah. about whether you want the doors <laughs> closed first. Then think about calling me. Then don't call me because you don't need to. Just then email me. The email, yeah. God damn can, it! Can can I complain about my day? Yes, please. You, you look like you were having a lot of fun. I'm having um, so much fun. So great. <laughs> God damn um, it. So I, I, if you've met me, you you know I've got like I've got a face. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've I believe I've noticed my that head. you have a face. Yeah, uh, we're friends. So if you tell me something like personal or something. That makes sense because, like, that's that's the sort of thing that you would do if you're you just share that information with a friend, ah. right? And so I'm I'm not I'm not you know unused. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility for people to just tell me shit. Like I, I back when I worked at a GameStop, I was like, ha ha, this game is really expensive. It'll cost you an arm and a leg or your firstborn or whatever. And and the guy I told was like, I already lost my firstborn. Like, like, don't fucking tell me that. Like, now I feel bad, but like, why are you sharing this? I, I didn't need to know that. So that's, there's your preface. People see my face and they think I should talk to him. He's I, got I get that too, oddly enough. You would think I would exude like pure hatred for all, yeah. for all humans, <laughs> but people really like telling me things. Yeah. They really like it. It's horrible. I hate it. And I like it if we're on the same page. I love talking about depressing shit. But if I go into the kitchen and 67-year-old Alice is microwaving an enchilada from the fucking freezer section. Is this the nun? And No, she's okay. just an old lady who, who weirds me out. And, and, and she microwaves her fucking enchilada. And I'm like, hey, generic small talk enchiladas. And then she says, oh, yeah, it's got cheese on it. Also, my daughter has ovarian cysts nope. and might die. I'm just no. like, why the fuck did you just say that? Here we are talking about enchiladas. I thought it was understood this is that not we were a having natural... a surface level conversation. Yeah. And here your your daughter is with her potential death. And then, and then they, they rapid fire like they rapid fire double down. Yeah. So then you reel back and you're like, I did not want to hear about your oh, daughter's damn. ovaries. And then and then she jumps in with this chick always says grandbabies, which drives me nuts. So she's like, Oh yeah, and then one of my grandbabies died in a fucking car accident or something and i'm just like i don't 
Why stop? Why are you? It's like it's like someone who gets they're a nervous talker, but they're it's always it's always old basic white women that do this. I feel like are the worst yeah. offenders. It's like someone's generic mom who like they they do what I call tragedy one upmanships. Yeah, like I remember being in a car with my ex's family, and her mom was we were driving to someone's house to eat dinner, mm-hmm. and her mom was literally like three times along the way would just see a fucking like landmark on the side of the road and be like, oh, did you know someone died horribly there driving on this road? Oh, did you know someone over there was raped and murdered in the middle of the woods and they never caught? And I'm just like, no, no, I didn't. And I'm a pretty dark person who likes talking about depressing (laughs) topics, but like, why are you just randomly bringing up? Anyway. Horrible rapes and murders. Anyway, people tell you about horrible rapes and murders at your work because your face is This is much lower uh, stakes, fortunately. So so I'm walking in and I'm walking up the stairs and this guy who works in the building, um, he he comes in behind me and he's like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, I'm doing fine. I'm I'm focused. I'm walking up the stairs. I, this guy is like 60 years old. I can outpace him. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just and there's stairs. Dude's gonna get fucking winded. I'm gonna leave him in the dust. So I start hoofing it up the stairs, and he says, "Hey, Alex, that's your name, right?" And I was oh, like, "Yep, no. you caught me. You do know my name. Oh, Fuck, no. damn. You you cast the spell. Now I have to respond. <laughs> yes." And he says, "I see you walking over there from Keel. Keel's the parking garage. It's like a, a three block walk yeah. over from Keel to City Hall." And he says. How come, how come it is that you never tell those bums to clean up after themselves? Because I see them out there with their food and their trash, and they just leave it there. Do you think that makes the city look good? And I was like, uh, <laughs> and I was like, so I, this guy I, is I, definitely murdered a hobo. I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and I don't want to get on his bad side, but at the same time, I can't be like, yeah, I'll talk to the hobos next time. I don't give a shit if they're leaving their their big gulps out. Because like you know, if you're homeless, you deserve a big gulp. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're gonna go put it on your coaster or some shit you're homeless but yes so i was like you know you know eugene i i don't think that uh i don't think there's as concerned about how city the city looks as we are from city hall and he says just totally deadpan totally serious you know if they have anything to say tell them to see me in in my office uh tell them to talk to eugene and i was like the homeless Eugene. people. Yeah, Eugene, I'm not going to talk to the homeless people. I don't, I don't think they care that you're flexing from the second floor of City Hall. Just like, just ignore them or something. That's that's what I do. Like he I, actually I know thought homeless people were going to walk into City Hall, into City to, Hall. Be, to be scolded? Right? <laughs> so the next, that, that the is next such a fundamental guy. disconnect <laughs> yeah. with like what a homeless person does or does not give a fuck about. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I do deserve a tongue lash. Yeah, yeah. They, they Well, they're going to get a reprimand. They're going to know they're breaking the law. Like, they're fucking homeless. They don't give, they a, don't shit. give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so so I get back upstairs, and I realize that I've left my, my oh, switch that I should oh, have brought to work mm. uh, in my car. So I guess technically I didn't bring it to work, but I was going to bring it to work. So anyway, I didn't want to leave it in my car. So I, I walked back. I can't back. believe you brought a video game console to work. No God, one was going to see You don't know me. anything about never hard work ethic. I, yeah. Let me tell you something about yeah, you're, you're I didn't the, bring a Switch into work today. You didn't? No. Good. I may or may not have that played be... WoW for like 45 minutes, but like that's <laughs> totally not, diff- that, I, I didn't bring it in. That was on my work <laughs> yeah. computer. It's totally, I, I actually, that's somehow better. I didn't play the Switch at all. So even after I grabbed Damn, it. Damn. So I went out, there. I went, I walked the, the three blocks or whatever back to Kiel. Went into my car, grabbed my switch, and came outside. And this homeless guy walked up, and I was like, "Oh, good, the perfect opportunity to tell him to talk to Eugene." And like, he made <laughs> eye contact, 
And and I I do the nod, and normally that's enough for anybody, homeless or not. You, you mm. give them the nod, the solemn, just I like I even give them the nod. Do if what? They're, if they're creeping me out, I try not to even give them the nod. Uh, actually, if they creep me out, I definitely give them the nod Ooh. so that they know that I should be killed last. Ah, okay. Yeah. okay. But like I, I I I nodded, and he nodded back, and I was like, oh good, this is I did it. I I nailed the social interaction. I'm I'm walking away, and he says, hey, and I was like, oh, hey Alex, that, <laughs> that, that would have gotten me. <laughs> <laughs> No, the but he's, guy? he says, um, hey, Professor Lex, Yeah, he said, hey, and I was like, sup, man. And I, I didn't really look at him and I kept walking and he says, it feels really good to beat up a motherfucker. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now I turn around and I'm like, yeah. And he says, yeah, the trick is you got to find somebody. You got to find somebody that nobody likes and then just really beat him up. And I was like, oh, and he's Have like, you met Eugene. <laughs> He's like, did you play homeless, <laughs> homeless cage match matchmaker? No, <laughs> tell you what, march on up to the second floor, city, second hall. Floor, city hall. There's a guy there Eugene. that just talked. He was just saying he really wanted to have a fist Running fight his with somebody. Mouth about his you. name is Eugene. Nobody likes it. Well, and and he says, uh, yeah, you got to make sure that it's somebody that nobody likes. You won't even get fired for it. So clearly, he knows that I work at city hall. And I was like, cool, thanks, man. And then he was like. They'll probably even give you a promotion. <laughs> it's like, I have to leave. I have to leave before he's right. This guy is <laughs> his own physically embodied devil on he is. everyone's shoulder. The, 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 the delay into they'll probably even give you a promotion. That's like just enough for the toe to dip into the full on insanity, total disconnect with reality. Yep. Yeah, like, the, the first the one was like, psycho. all right, you got me. Maybe no yeah. one will notice because anyway. Oh my god! But that—that that was my day. I, I just—I thought I wanted to share. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, yeah. You reeled me back in there by making me remember how much I uh, hate other human beings. They're the worst. So, yeah, they're they're horrible. But you know what I do love is fighting game tournaments, fighting and I haven't been one to a while. But I do, as it's been a while, I have several memories. Yeah. Of fighting game tournaments. Look at you. Look yeah. at you. Yeah, roping us the back in. The in of all in. things, Professor right. Lex over here. Um, you you want to go first? You want me to? You want me to do mine? I'll start. Okay, um, go for it. So yeah, these are our uh, favorite and least favorite or notable set set Lens memories. Losses, as opposed to set memories. Set memories. Yeah. So there's really, I don't think there's any contest for what, if I had to absolutely pick the number one, it has to be, I think I've told you about this before. I don't know. I don't think I've said it on this podcast, but there there's a set in the Brawl era uh, that's me versus Hylian, Jordan. Mm-hmm. So... This is oh, gonna, oh, yeah. This is going to take quite a bit of setup and, and because I feel like there needs to be proper context for this. Sure. So, okay, okay. <clears throat> so, Hylian is not actually a St. Louis native. No. He's a Texan. <laughs> he's, from, he's from Texas. You, you know, I, I don't get that vibe just from hearing him talk. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jordan's like, uh, I'm from Texas. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's actually, Texas is pretty cool. I like Texas. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he listens to oh, this. You know? <laughs> also, I know he does. That's why it's so great. That's why it's so great. Um, hey, Jordan. So, hi, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. I, I hope my my receded Jordan <laughs> turtle shell impersonation was really good. And then, oh, wait, I got one more Jordan impersonation before I keep before I keep bashing on Jordan for this entire section. It's when when Jordan gets <laughs> when, context is important. When yeah, Jordan yeah. gets really when Jordan gets really really frustrated and something doesn't go his way, which is not that often because he's usually like a very a skilled wizard. person who does yeah. things and is wizardly. But if you really frustrate him and something doesn't go his way, he gets a very like 
no like it's a very like, like it's just very, oh, no, no, I, I know the noise yeah. that you're talking yeah. about he, he does say that because you were like i don't know man why don't you just you know be good and do good things yeah. and he was like no yeah. no yeah. <laughs> so okay, okay so so anyway okay so jordan is not a native st louisan uh his tag is hylian which but what what a lot of people may not know about Hylian is that he was not quite an I would not give him a tier 1. He was like at a certain point a borderline tier 1 player of Brawl. Uh-huh. Like national he was always a national level player pretty much. But he, I would say he was consistently I would say like a tier 2 player. Mm-hmm. Like where he could definitely do really well versus like literally the best players of Brawl in America. Uh-huh. And would I he think had, I think he pretty routinely top aided at like the biggest I was events. Say, so he had the capacity to place. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he okay. pretty routinely was like around there. Um, and Texas was a good region. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were people that were good from there. But he he specifically is known for I would say two things in, in his career uh, of, of the Smash Times. One would be basically inventing brawl ice climbers. I would say, mm-hmm. um, and Game and Watch too a little bit. Both he was really good with both of them. Um, and then also he's a Smashboards mod. So. I knew of Jordan before he came and I hate how much like I, this is why I had to preface by making fun of him because I, I hate I hate the ego inflation I'm going to be giving him for this. But like but like I thought he was like a cool person knowing his Smashboards existence mm. before he came to St. Louis because. OK, here's the thing about me and Jordan. We are about, I would say, 70 percent the exact same person. And 30% the most opposite person you could possibly be in every sh- way, shape, and form. Okay. So we have like a lot of ways where we're like very similar. And then we'll like, sometimes we'll we'll grade each other in a way that we're both being the same. And other times we grade each other in a way that we're both uh, totally opposite. Yeah. And then other times we'll go from like immediately grading and then we'll say another thing and both just be like, yes, absolutely. No question. Like it's a very interesting <laughs> dynamic. Okay. So this, and this is, this is your future knowledge that you have. Okay. But yeah. I, I remember there were a couple times where I would be like arguing with dumbasses on the internet on Smashboards. And Jordan would come in uh, and he, 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 you know, his name was Hylian on the boards. And there were lots of other moderators that would be weird or dumb or maybe they were good or bad, but meh. But he would come in and he would just be like, I don't really, he would, he would disagree with me in a way that was logically consistent. And, and that's all you wanted. And there's nothing I want more from a human being in the world yeah. than basically that. Like to to where like or or he would agree with me in a way that was logically consistent or whatever. So like I would be having an argument with someone and the mods would be like, man, Metal Music Man said fuck a bunch because it's 2008 and he's on the <laughs> and internet. We care about that, and he yeah. and he and he cares even less about people's feelings. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so like <laughs> then he would just be like, eh, well, actually things, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, oh man, this guy is like a smart human. That's amazing. So there were a couple times where he would like come into a thread and he'd be like, oh, Hylian's a cool guy. And it'd be neat to like meet that dude, but he's in Texas and I'll probably never meet him. So he randomly moved to St. Louis. Okay. And, and so when he moved to St. Louis, he was good. He, you know, and so then we were, I would say Midwest was definitely the worst region. It usually is in brawl, but specifically St. Louis and Missouri well, specifically, specifically Missouri, then specifically St. Louis, were tiers worse even. So Missouri was not great. We had one or two good players in Missouri that were not actually from St. Louis. And then St. Louis in and of itself was pretty bad at Brawl, like probably one of the worst, I would say probably one of the worst overall regions. Mm. Um, and, 
everybody liked us though. We were like cool and funny and it was fine. And then eventually like Nicole was good, but this is all after Jordan showed up, right? Okay. So Jordan showing up is like a nice, you know, you get one good player. You, he shits on everybody for five seconds and, and then, then everyone levels everybody kind of levels up and learns some things to yeah. a degree. In addition to the level up and him being like a good player, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think about if this is shitty or not. It's ancient history. Jordan and I, <laughs> Jordan and I are Eskimo brothers. Sure. <laughs> we'll leave that. To- <laughs> Jordan and I. Yeah. So I dated Raleigh before Jordan did. So we never, this is all relevant because I feel like this is all part of the set. We never really talked about it, uh-huh. but there was also never really any weird animosity about it. It was all a That's totally good. normal That's thing. Healthy. Well, yeah, I dated Raleigh and I wasn't like super, it was like a short thing. And then he ended up dating her for a while. And I remember like thinking it might be weird, but it just never was. It was like fine, which is kind of That's odd true. because I'm like weirdly confrontational. Jordan is weirdly non-confrontational until he gets to a certain topic. And then he's like actually capable of being as big or bigger asshole than I am. It just happens a lot less frequently because he's he Jordan has empathy and I do not. Oh, wow. That's where we're on the opposite. So Jordan is like an empathetic asshole and I am a sociopathic asshole. <laughs> okay? okay. I was going to so, use the S word yeah. to describe <laughs> the behaviors you're, you're explaining. So, but. So, so yeah, so I was, but I guess that was one of the areas where we just like had like an understanding and it wasn't yeah. necessary. Right. But it's still like a weird thing that's like under the surface. Right. And we had talked about it like years later, but like when it was a thing, we just never really discussed it. So these are all factors. Okay. These are all factors that are going all in. All of these Jordan are Jordan is someone who I like, think is a cool person on the internet. I look up to as a player is good. We date the same person. There's weird tension. And then in addition to that, he played ice climbers and I played predominantly Falco or DDD, depending on which part. So my, my brawl history is basically that I, I started playing DDD. I picked up Falco. I played more Falco in the mid towards the end. And then by the end of Brawl, I went back to DDD, which I would say is the first instance of me accepting and playing a quote unquote low tier character. Now, DDD is not low tier, but he is in the Brawl meta low tier because low tiers in the Brawl meta don't exist. Sure. So DDD is like a high mid tier character. But basically, there's such a gap or, between or, the tippy top and. When I say high mid, like there are probably people that know things about Brawl that will immediately be like, what? What are you talking about? But like, Basically, 50% of the cast in Brawl is low tier. Sure. So high mid is not, it's not mid like ult. When you say mid and ultimate, that's like a mid tier character. 50% of the cast is better and worse. Yeah, Yeah. but in Brawl, like literally half the cast is just completely non-viable dog shit that can't do anything. Um, So I would say DDD in the relevant meta is like like a, almost a low tier in the relevant he's not a low tier character sure. but like in the meta of relevancy he's like almost a low but tier. if you cut out everyone who might as well not exist which is a lot of characters yeah. okay and what's interesting is that deity is actually a large reason why some of those characters are that way but not the only reason like some people think anyway that's not relevant but so dd specifically is horrible against the ice climbers and falco is not good against the ice climbers i think it's one of his worst top tier matchups hmm. it, it it's like maybe the only matchup he has that isn't very close to even. I would say it's like six four ice climbers personally. Okay. Totally winnable, totally playable, but like a weird, awkward struggle. And so I had quit playing Falgo because there were a lot more people picking up ice climbers towards the end, and it was a matchup that I just did not enjoy mm-hmm. at all. And even though DDD was actually, in my opinion, a worse matchup than Falco in that, it's kind of like Honda Sagat, 
Yes, where, where you still have a you mission li- statement. And you like and it. And it's fun. And yeah, you like it. It's so horrible. There are different little <laughs> things you could do. One of them was yeah. like DD had a huge grab range, and you could instantly forward throw, um, which even though normally when you grabbed an ice climber, they'd be able to punish you. If you yeah. pre-buffered the throw, you would immediately get oh, like so the, grab yeah, in vulnerability and hit them yeah. out of it, basically. Um, so that was really good. You could also gimp, which is godlike, and you can split them up really well. Um, so we played this set at Ogre Games, now that you have all of the backstory. Ah. I've never beaten Jordan in a set, ever. Jordan is way better than me, and he plays a character that is a very solid winning matchup versus both my characters. So even though I'm getting better, it's like a very weird, nuanced matchup that's hard to get good at, that if you don't know about Ice Climbers, literally you grab you, you get grabbed one time and you die. GG, yeah. So it's pretty high stress. So I play him with DDD and I have like, he's shitting on me. He has me at like 190% or some shit on my last stock and he has two stocks. And I end up winning that game. Game, game one, I win. So he gives me at 190. Uh-huh. I like split him up. I split up the Ice Climbers. I gimp Nana. I eventually play really lame. I get a gimp. On Sopo. on Sopo or or no 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 I kill him no no, no I give him yeah, yeah I give him then the next stock starts I very quickly within the first like five seconds of his I'm still like 190 or some shit sure. within like five seconds of him respawning I get a uh, I get an inhale I okay. I inhale Nana Jordan's trying frantically to hit me or break Nana and wiggle Nana out. Nana wiggles out weird. She can't make it back. Immediately, it's DDD versus Sopo. Sopo. Yeah. And I eventually, like, somehow don't die. I chain grab Sopo, because I can chain grab him now, because he doesn't have Nana. Because he doesn't have some of the end. I chain grab him, I throw him to the ledge, I come back, and then I get a forward smash where you can kill him at, like, 40 or 50%, and I win the game. It is, like, the best game ever, like, in anything. I loved that game so much, because it was so absurd. So at this point, Jordan mentally cracks which this is the first time Jordan has ever mentally cracked versus me or in my in my viewpoint foreseeably versus anyone in St. Louis really right. because, because he's just no been shitting on everyone this entire yeah. time and, but not I didn't just shit on him I shit on him with a 3-7 matchup <laughs> in a hard read way yeah. and this is I think one of the first times I realized as a player I had always liked getting people in scramble situations mm-hmm. but I didn't realize how much you can chill and wait and do nothing and lame someone out until you get them in the exact scramble situation that you want. So I am like pumped. Okay. So game two, I think it takes me like Lilat. It's horse shit. It doesn't matter. He shits on my dick. Yeah. Game three <laughs> is exactly like game one, but it's on battlefield instead of like Smashville. It's the exact same kind of game though, except Jordan is still like, he's less, he's like less tilted because he's had time. He had game two where he took me to a stage where he knew he was going to win, but He's less tilted, but he's still definitely tilted. Like, I can tell, like, he's not, he's dropping chain grabs. He's recovered, but he's he not. He used to, like, like, hit, like, every yeah. chain grab. Yeah. Also, I'm, like, doing things at different, in different ways to make it harder to grab, so he's less ready for the chain grabs. I'm like, oh, my God, these are, like, like, I learned so much within this set. I don't remember the exact unfolding of it, but, like, it was very close on the last set. I was in, like, at some point, I was in a huge lead, and I gimped the shit out of him. But one of the things that's different about ice climbers in Brawl is that they can actually, when 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 Popo upbees, Nana will like teleport yes. to him from like a really far range and they will, so it's very easy to save Nana. So I gimped him I'm like, and I'm sure of it. I'm like, fuck you. I got you with like 47 backers. You're away from the stage. You're good to go. Either Nana's dead or you're dead. I don't care which. Because if one because if you grab her, you're not gonna. Yeah. I was like, there's no way he's gonna 
There's no way he's going to snap to the ledge. They have to be at a certain range to when they port, they will teleport, and then one of them snaps yeah. and instantly grabs the ledge. But if you're too far, they just sort of like slingshot one, uh-huh. and you won't instantly snap. I'm like, you're fucking fucked. One way or another, I've either gimped Nana or you're dead. I don't care which. Do my recovery. Go <laughs> grab the ledge. This motherfucker had to be at the exact pixel to fucking snap. It was like the farthest snap of all time. It was totally unexpected. And because I didn't expect him to do it, I I didn't go on to stage. I canceled my up B and went to grab the ledge. Oh no. And he fucking and he fucking and he fucking ledge hogs me. And I die. And I stand up and I'm and I literally immediately I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, Jordan? Like I'm we're we're having a great time, this set. Both of us were like having a fucking great time. This is like the camaraderie you can only get from two people that have like a mutual respect, you know, during a set or whatever, basically, like which I don't know that he had 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 for me as a player prior to that moment. And as soon as I stand up, I'm just like, fucking Christ. Like, I'm in such a good mood, but I'm also, like, angry because it was ridiculous. But I'm not really angry. It's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, I can't believe that happened. You wound up. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And some fucking troll in the back of the venue, some fucking hideous cave troll of a Magic the Gathering player. This is at Ogre's yeah. card shop in St. Louis. This fucking troll from the back. She's like, meh. And, and I just, and I, and I just ignore her. I just ignore her because I'm like, I don't know. She's probably not yelling at me. We're here for a fighting game tournament. This is, you been know going, what you're getting yourself This has into. been going on all yeah. day. And then she's like, Meh. and I'm just like, and I kind of like look over and she gives me a weird look. And I'm like, it's weird that she's giving me a weird look, but I'll just go back to conversing with my friends because I'm not trying to be confrontational. Even though I'm really loud and cursing and an asshole, I'm not trying, I'm clearly not trying to be confrontational. I'm like, I don't want to confront. Like, what are you doing? Shut up. I'm like what what and then she's like there are children here and I was just like bitch it's fucking 11 p.m. on a Friday (laughs) I think I literally I think I literally said that and then without missing a beat I think I told her to suck my dick (laughs) I was like fuck you or fuck you or I don't remember what it was it was Immediate, like I gave her one second to explain herself, <laughs> and then it was instantaneously absurd. And I was like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." We're fuck. We fucking paid to come here for this tournament. You're just someone. Who, I don't know why you have a kid here. I don't even know why you're here. Didn't no one. Them to bed. No one's playing. No one's playing card games right now. The only yeah. people here are fucking fighting game people, except you and this apparent nine year old that you brought with you. Which I don't know why he's here. But it's not my fucking problem. <laughs> fucking take him outside to the McDonald's if you give a shit. And so then she starts bitching. It's not far from She's, Ogre's Game. I know, it's right across yeah, the street. It's, it's Fuck so you, easy. dumb fucking yep. troll. So anyway, so then the guy who is running the tournament is this fucking like super generic nerd type dude that does not give a fuck about anything. And she starts bitching and I, <laughs> I thought this guy was going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry, m'lady or some shit. Yeah, yeah. This dude doesn't say shit. And she keeps going at him. And I'm just like, look, dude, I realize I'm loud and I'm cursing. I honestly didn't know the kid was there. But also, I don't give a fuck because it's 11 p.m. on a fucking Friday. Now that I know, I And he's I just like, care. yeah, I really don't give a shit. It's totally fine. And then, like, <laughs> and the chick got so mad. Like, from that, it was, like, even more mad. But, like, it was the kind of mad. I don't know if she knew the dude or if she just was angry in defeat. But she just, like, huffed and puffed and blew her house down and, like, ran into the back of the venue. Well, yeah. And and I was like, yeah, fuck you. Like, I'm I get it. I'm loud. I'm cursing. But You're a bad fuck you. We're all children. here. I, we're all here to play this game. Everybody's been doing this all day. 
you're picking this moment this to is like the one. this yeah. is the moment like fuck you so anyway that was a loss that is one of you my lost. favorite yeah, he, yeah but, jordan but jordan trumps me at the end that is probably my favorite set of all time um i will say okay i, I think so that's good i have a couple others but i'll i'll, I'll hopscotch onto your turn now uh before i before i share my memory I, I noticed you said that you really liked the uh the scramble you like putting people in scramble situations because you felt like you, you could get a read of the situation. Well, that's true. I think we already know I like scramble. That's what I want to do with people in general. But I, I think that was like when scrambles. I first knew it. We yeah. do have that in common. You have it in different we ways. Do, I was going to say, but very it's, different. it's a specifically different. Very way. different ways. I, I feel like you Pharaoh like is this. not, Pharaoh, uh, hold, I'll hold, yeah, tri yeah. trifecta. Pharaoh is not a scramble player at all. He doesn't like a scramble. Pharaoh hates scrambles. That's fair. Pharaoh doesn't ever want to engage in a scramble. Yeah. This is, we are the three of us, like yeah. a trifecta of a fighting <laughs> <Okay>. game archetype. <laughs> Because you and I are scramble, uh -huh. you and Pharaoh are tech skill, uh -huh. and Pharaoh and I are neutral. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Between the three of us, we we're, are we're, all... We've got it yeah. covered. So anyway. We'll have to find a way to do a three-part fusion dance. Yeah, but, no shit. Um, I, I feel like you like a scramble situation because you feel like you can... You, you're able to remove yourself from the situation. You're, you, you've got emotional control of the I don't the crack. Everyone cracks before I do. If I put people in a situation where humans crack, the odds of anyone having better nerves than I do are extremely low. Okay. This is why I play Ganondorf. So this is why and I Oni. like scrambles in every game that isn't Smash. I don't have that same emotional, uh, or not for the same reasons. I, I don't have that same, like, uh, you'll break before I... Yes. You like scrambles for a totally different reason than the I The reason why I like scrambles for the, the totally different reason is that, like, I always feel like I'm, I'm smarter than the other person I'm playing. Like, I always know exactly what it is that's going to get me out. Like, we're in a scramble situation. It looks like a scramble to you because you're stupid. I'm so smart. I'm so far above you. This just seems like a scramble. I know all of... I've seen the frames. I've seen the matrix. I know it's going to happen. And obviously, this doesn't apply in Smash because I don't understand that motherfucking let, game. Let, let the record state... That everything Lex just said about seeing the Matrix yeah. is literally just butt slam four times in a row. <laughs> and it works. It works 100% of the time. Like, so I see the Matrix. You play like an idiot. No, it, it just You looks, play like an it idiot. It looks like I play like an idiot. It looks like a scramble situation because you're so dumb. No, you want... <laughs> no, you... No, this is a key difference between us. You actually want to play like an idiot. Okay? But you want to play like an idiot because you want to stress them, mm -hmm. right? I, I will do the same thing, but the difference is I feel like I play neutral yeah, and I beat people in neutral and then that lets me impress my will upon them such that when they're in a scramble, I have already like been winning neutral. I get them in a scramble and they're like, oh God, how will I ever You've come back from this because you can't beat me in neutral. Yeah. You put people in a scramble situation <laughs> And then when they think, oh, God, how will I come back from this and win neutral? You do 47 different dumb things to yeah. put it back into yeah. a scramble again anyway. Because I know what that situation but looks it, like, and they don't. See, that's, that, that's what I mean. I think yeah. we're both very good in a scramble, but I think you, and, and I think this is for the, for the listeners that may not know this, Lex and I both, actually, I did play Honda for a long time starting yeah. out. And Honda, he speaks to a lot of those scramble situations, but... The difference, and I think the reason you stick with him, is that Honda is also a tech 
skill character. I know you don't think he is because you're a fucking because savant and you think is. hands yeah. is the easiest thing in the world, but it's it not. Is. Almost no one can do hands well. My little brother can do hands. Not, he doesn't play fighting games. He's a Fortnite wizard. Well, then it's in your genes. <laughs> okay. I don't know. But like, but like the not only can you do hands, you can do hands so effortlessly yeah. that it is completely irrelevant. It is as easy for you to do hands as it is for you to breathe. That yes. is insane. That is insane. Most people cannot do that. So that is why you stuck with him and I didn't. For me, I hit that technical barrier, the ceiling, yeah. and I don't want to do it. Honda actually does have pretty good neutral, but you need the tech skill barrier too in order to, in order to carry that. It, so yeah. you will oppress people with a. You have this is, I think, also a fundamental difference in how we intimidate people. We both want people to be in the scramble situation yes. so that we can use our big brains. Yes. I think my big brain is a little bit more. We'll say guts. Your big brain is a little bit more yummy, probably. But but there's yeah. there's crossover there's, for yeah. both. Like, scramble is a scramble. But the difference is you intimidate people by doing a cool tech skill thing mm -hmm. and then they get in a scramble and they're like, oh God, he's going to hit me with the tech skill thing and it's going to be horrible. <laughs> I put people in the scramble and then I'm just like, yeah, you were already losing before that. You know, ultimately it's the same thing. They were already losing to you because you did a yeah. hands combo. They were already losing to me because they couldn't jump at me or they couldn't, you know, but it is a very different way that I think we get to that spot. Yes. Yeah. And I do also feel like you take, I think we're both really hard to teach. Sure. I think I think you are harder to teach and easier to break than I am at, at once. It is which is why I hate your Charlotta in Grand okay. Blue. It is so hard to get you to not do up and down, and that is because <laughs> it's already hard to get you to not do it, and that move is bullshit, and sometimes literally you just can't punish it. Yeah. So then you just get that. But I have noticed, like when I fight your Honda, especially now. Uh, as opposed 20 to back years then, after the fact, yeah. You like want a delayed tech, and I can hit you with like forty-seven things in a row, and then you will just never tech, or you'll say that you tech the throw. You like, I feel I like do you're, tech the throw. I feel like but... it's harder to get you. It you are harder to break than most people, mm -hmm. but I feel like once I get a break on you, it's like a hard one. But that also, I think, is why sometimes you just steamroll me with hands <laughs> because <laughs> I can't you even get. Do? Yeah. I can't get to the point where I break you. So it doesn't matter. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think you have that in common with like Mr. K too a little bit, like yep. where you're like stubborn and kind of, yeah. So I think the three of us have that. Pharaoh is not that. Pharaoh is like a, Pharaoh is like a glass cannon of emotion. Like Pharaoh, like if you get, but, but he normally doesn't, he normally doesn't <laughs> he ever normally get, doesn't he doesn't get put yeah. in a situation. Yeah. Pharaoh doesn't break because he doesn't get put in a situation where, where he, he would break to, yeah. because he has extremely solid fundamentals and he just won't be there. Yeah. But if you put him in there, you're just like, ah, <laughs> eat my dick, you fuck. <laughs> like, 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 fuck you. But like, so, you know, and I think we've all obviously, you know, playing together, sure, obviously sure, sure. you work on those things, but, but yeah, I think, I think you're, you're accurate in what you're saying. Yes. Um, but I... You just wanted to give more context. We need the context, and I also think I disagree with why you're bad at it at Smash. Okay, well... You could scramble at Smash. You don't know enough about... Yeah. You know enough... Of, okay, you're still shit at neutral in Street Fighter. Your Ryu is dog shit. We've played... We've played... Fuck but, you. But we've played... My has got good neutral. <laughs> she has good DiCaprio neutral. Okay. You need a weird, stupid character that makes no sense to be good. But the difference is, this is where I'm going. This is where... So we just played for the, the viewers in the audience yeah. or the listeners... We just played Smash for a long time. I was trying to get him to play Falco because Falco is a not weird character that makes actual sense in Smash context. DiCaprio, you can play. You're not good with Ryu and Street Fighter. No. But you understand Street Fighter Ry enough Ryu. to understand Ryu? Yes. Yeah. And therefore, you know why DiCaprio scramble is good. You do not have that context in Smash. No. 
That is your number one reason you suck at Smash. Yeah. Because you don't have that context. Freely admit it. You know the characters you want to play, like, right? I get why you like Greninja. I get why you like Joker. I get why you like Yoshi. I get why you like Bayo, whatever. (laughs) But you don't know how to fucking play the game. No. So then you don't know when to do the good things. Whereas even though you hate playing Ryu, and actually your Ryu is in fact garbage, you do actually understand the concept of why low forward is good, when low forward is good, Yada yada. I don't have to play Ryu in Street Fighter to get better. Correct. Yeah, but I should play Ryu, who is Falcon. You already at some point in the past either theory crafted or played Ryu enough to be able to play your weird neutral. Yeah. And and you have even, in fact, since you've been playing DiCaprio when when we've been playing Street Fighter 4 more recently, Mm -hmm. you've been playing really good neutral with her even more than you do with Honda normally. You could still improve on it, but like... It is noticeable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's your problem in Smash. You need to learn the actual fucking game, but you just keep not doing it. You just and I keep- will fight it tooth and nail <laughs> until the day I die. God damn it, Lex. Um, so, uh, my my tournament experience uh, memory thing. Uh, did, did I ever tell the Woo story on stream? My first my first major win? That's not the, the story like I'm you, trying to share. I feel like you... You either told me or the story. Okay, so I don't remember which. Uh, I'll I'll do it quick. Uh, it was my very first uh, mm-hmm. Marvel tournament in St. Louis. I played a bunch of them in Springfield. It was my first one in St. Louis, and it was me versus uh, JJJ uh, back in Vanilla Marvel way back in the day. Way back when. Yeah, and his team hasn't changed. Uh, my team has changed a lot. Uh, in that amount of time, Marvel I, versus Capcom three. Correct. For those of you in the audience who don't uh, know, this is a team based game with three with characters. three characters. That's important to to the story I'm trying to tell. <laughs> Lots of big combos. I, I played uh, Wesker, Tron, and Phoenix. Wesker's a battery. He builds meter for Phoenix, who uh, spends five bars to become a win condition. And Tron helps me as Wesker because her assist at the time was mostly invincible. So you call her out, and she just like spits fire in your face and says "fuck you" and then leaves. She has to. De- you have to deal with her. Yeah. Yeah. And usually that means blocking. And mm-hmm. if you're just blocking all the time, then I'm going to hit you. Yep. And so that's what happened to JJJ. <clears throat> I, it was Forced really... lock into giving you a free mix-up. Yes. This is what Marvel players think is neutral. It is neutral. <laughs> it, Marvel footsies look different Let... from other games. <laughs> okay, I will agree with that statement, but when you unironically say <laughs> that forcing someone into a block situation with an invincible move so that you can mix them up Without any, without any joking okay, on your face, okay. you say that yeah. is neutral. Marvel players actually think that shit, and it fucking kills me. I had to get in with Wesker. I had to use tools. His, his, uh, he, I mean, he's got a good dash. Uh, he's got a good wave dash. He's got a uh, teleport, but the teleport has recovery. So that is to say, you will always be able to address me before I can hurt your feelings with Tron. There is neutral. It just doesn't look like it is much faster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, beside the point, I was playing this really intense game with JJJ. And uh, at, at the it was like the last game and I I was like apparently not breathing uh, when I was uh, fighting him. And so like I, I get the kill because you, you know how you sit there and you're, you're holding your breath. It's so tense and, and you're all caught up. Uh, this is the first time I had ever been in the finals of a fighting game tournament and it, like a bigger one. I, I guess yeah. I've done pretty well in Springfield, but um, <clears throat> I, I forgot to breathe. And like after I got the final hit and I won, I went, whoo. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a manly woo or, or like, nah, or, you know, get get that Howard Dean. And, <laughs> but instead it was. <laughs> We're going to take back the White House. <laughs> <laughs> but, but instead it was. Woo, oh, and no. that's all I could muster before I almost fainted. 
Anyway, I'm playing uh, uh, JJJ again. It's not vanilla Marvel anymore. It's Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. The expansion. The stakes have changed. Yeah, so they they uh, introduced a handful of new characters, handful of new moves for some of the existing characters. Most importantly, they rebalanced things. So Tron, who used to just give me free pressure as long as I could get in. And She's I a real get character in, in, well. in Ultimate? Well, she doesn't have good assists. Her Gustav Fire assist is... Uh, she was always a good character, and I, I enjoyed playing her on point. But if you played her assist or played her exclusively as an assist character, that merit was gone. And mm, so I, okay, I okay. no longer had the fuck you uh, assist anymore. I, I had to play like sincere neutral, which is why I dropped her. I, I've got side teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once again, I would like to illustrate how full of shit this man is. I had to play sincere neutral, therefore I dropped her. I dropped I'm going to frame that and put it on my fucking wall. I, I like playing her on point because she's fun and you do have to play like sincere footsies with her on point. Her assist isn't good anymore. She's yes. got like a mediocre to bad assist. Okay. And I, I couldn't play her the same way anymore, so she no longer fit that need for me. So I, I swapped in Magneto. So I played Wesker who was a battery, Magneto, who was also a battery, and had a decent A battery, assist. for those of us in our audience that may not know about Marvel things, is a character that basically just is there to build you meter for your other characters. Right, because I'm still playing Phoenix on Anchor, and she still needs five bars to be uh, significantly Dark nerfed. But yeah dark, yeah, dark Phoenix, who's still a win condition, just not as good as she was in Miller, because they halved her health. Still the best character in the game. No. No? No. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Not Phoenix. Oh, dark uh, Phoenix is the best character in the game. Gun question. Maybe like top five? Okay. Mm. Questionably. Phoenix still... used to be the best character in the game. Yeah. Even by herself. Yeah. In Ultimate, Phoenix is nowhere near the best character in the game. But right. if you get a Dark Phoenix, you're probably fucked. It is a win condition. 80% of the time, if you get a Dark yeah, Phoenix, it, they, you're they gonna, have your health, win. and she had the worst health <clears throat> in the game before. So she used yeah. to have, like, you could kill her with one bar. And then they, they halved her health, and then you could kill her off of a straight touch. Yep. Yeah, so that... But she had so much mobility. It's yeah, so she, fucking she hard to ever mobility. touch her. It, she, she was still a win condition. That's why I still played yep. her. Yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, there, there's a, a technique in a lot of versus games, and specifically Marvel, uh, called snapback. So my team in order, which is important because the first is first and the last shall be last. So Wesker, Magneto, Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Snapback lets you trade uh, one of those characters in for a different one of the characters. So like, I've got Wesker on point. You hit him with the snapback. You do this during a combo. You Usually, throw one yeah. character out and pull another one in. Right. So you can force Mag or you can force Wesker out and you can bring uh, Phoenix in. And she won't have five bars probably that early in the game, or at least when you'd want to do the snapback. Kill her before you build that battery. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. So yep. uh, he <clears throat> that's that's the metagame that we're playing now. If I'm playing a Phoenix team, which I was against JJJ. And he hit me with a snapback combo and brought in Phoenix, and I somehow survived the opening mix-up. Okay. But Marvel, as we both know, is a very scrambly game. Uh, he's playing Morrigan, uh, doing Morrigan shit before Morrigan was invented. Uh, he's got Storm in the back, so if I blink, he can do a one-frame DHC and punish me. It is just that fast, just a blink, and I'll lose a character, mm -hmm. uh, specifically Phoenix. Um, and he's got Felicia, who's got a, a low-hitting assist, so Morrigan, the point character, can go high, and Felicia will go low. And you have to block high and low at the same time, making it unblockable. 
Yep, yep. So anyway, he's, he's got a fully decked out set. It's amazing that I survived the opening mix-up with Phoenix, who's got so little health. I'm probably going to get chipped. Mm-hmm. I need to do something. And there's a bunch of fucking fireballs and, and characters and, and girls screaming all over the screen. And I thought to myself, Alex, you're in a scramble situation. You're smarter than JJJ. That's not true. But I, I did say that to myself at the time. And I was like, in this scramble... It doesn't matter. As long as you have a play to outsmart him, you'll win. So I blocked, and I blocked, and I blocked, and I got out of all the pressure. There's a cooldown after you get snapped in before you're allowed to tag back. And I tagged immediately, as soon as I could, into Magneto. Mm -hmm. So Wesker 1, Magneto 2, Phoenix 3. When you do your your snapback, the the input is quarter circle forward and partner 1 or partner 2, right? Mm -hmm. So if he's trying... uh, Assist one or assist two. Assist one or assist two. So I I tagged into Magneto, which put my team out of order. So now now I've got a a sandwich with Magneto on top, Gene in the middle, and Wesker at the bottom, right? Yes. And uh, when he hit me, because of course he did, because he's got unblockables and he's better at uh, Marvel than me. When he hit me, he he his brain said, "All right, do the combo. Bring bring Phoenix back out. She's in the anchor position. It only makes sense for Jean to be in the anchor position because that's where she needs to be for the battery to work." But when he did that, because I was so fucking smart, because I was so much smarter than JJJ, <laughs> uh, he didn't bring in Jean. He brought in Wesker because right. I put Wesker in the in the three slot. So he could have picked her, but he picked the wrong snapback input because yeah. your order changed. Because my order yep. changed. Yeah. So. Normally, this wouldn't come up. It only came up because I was so fucking smart. And, and so he brings in Wesker. Wesker's got a lot of health. He hits him again. And suddenly, I've got five bars. And I was like, I did it. I got my five bars. I've got my win condition. I, uh-huh. I'm a genius. I'm smarter than JJJ. I'm better than JJJ. And that means that I'm better than JJJ. Yes. And so Gene comes out. And then he hits me with what will later be called the Japanese tech, where he just steals a bar of meter. And so I don't have five bars anymore. I've got four. And... Uh, then uh, Gene died, and uh, so Wesker's How do they dead, steal a bar? Gene... Side TAC, you do a combo, you you launch them into the air, and then normally you bring them back to the ground and do a super, uh, hurt them or kill them. Instead, you can do what they call a team aerial combo, where you do up, down, or side. And uh-huh. if you do up, you get increased damage. If you do down, you get a free meter. If you do side, then you steal a meter from your opponent. Well, that's a built-in mechanic in it's the game. It's a built-in mechanic in the game. Um, Naturally, as a Phoenix player, I want to tech side so that they don't steal a bar from me, right? Yeah. So what he does is the down or the up, but we'll say down uh, team aerial combo, and I'll tech wrong by doing side. When I do side and he does down, that locks me out. I've been wrong on my team aerial counter. You're you're tech locked out. Yeah, I'm tech locked out. <laughs> so then he cancels the down TAC. Into another side. TAC? Yeah. Gotcha. I, and I'm I'm locked out. I am forbidden to do my side tech. So if he does, so you have to down tech first. What if you down tech first? What happens then? If I down tech first, then I I do a team aerial counter and, and you I'm get out. out of the combo. Yeah. Okay. But why would I down tech? I should side tech because I'm a Phoenix player and I want my bars. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 I got it. It's it's yeah. really clever. the The actual <laughs> way that I found out to do it is you do a really delayed tech on side when when you know they're doing it they're, there's a they flash mm-hmm. and then you do it really late and usually if they do it too late then they won't be able to get it but that's one it, of the things i actually I like about grand blue versus that late late throw tech yeah i like Locks that being added to the game yeah. yeah you have a you have less advantage and less reward for <clears throat> teching late right. than you would teching early i like that a lot yeah um 
Yeah, no, I've never heard that one. That's yeah. interesting. So it's, and then he still beat you then? So yeah, he, he, no, he won. he won. He won because he's better than me. And I, that was did like... We both, did we both tell losses on the first did. one? Yeah. Okay, nice. it, it, it was such a defining moment for me because I was right. I was, per my conditions, smarter than JJJ. I, I wasn't actually, but like I outsmarted him. I outplayed him Well, you in did that and instance. you were right. And then he had another level of the, of the Yomi. Yeah, it, it wasn't enough. <clears throat> yeah. And so it, that is the the moment where I was like, what I'm doing isn't enough. I really do need to learn how to play neutral. I really do need to play uh, okay. uh, in a way that suits me. And that's when I made the swap from uh, my Phoenix team to That's my when X-23 I picked another team. character with an invincible fourth block assist. And that's no, when I learned don't, what, don't what neutral really was. <laughs> I, I did I did have to learn what neutral was again because they, they didn't have invincible assists like, like that anymore. That's it, good. No, but it, it is an interesting choice that they made. But but it, it forced me to have to learn neutral. I had to relearn neutral. I had really oppressive offense, but I didn't have neutral. I had really this oppressive is, offense, this is and you. I could block very well. This is you. But none of that is getting a hit in, in neutral when we're not, neither of us is at advantage. Well, do you, so you would say definitively, though, your, your biggest weakness is neutral, do it, you think, it, as a player mm, overall? It, I think mine is definitely tech skill. I think I only have good technical prowess compared to people who don't. Mm. And in the realm of, I think in the realm of people who want to play fighting games, Mm. I have some of the lowest innate technical capability. You have dumb hands. That is, I mean, I'm very good. Yeah, yeah. Like You're I mean, better we're, than like normal people, even in terms of text. I'm so much better than normal people that people can't fathom why or how I could be that good. But compared to the subset of players who are good at fighting games, mm-hmm. I I am I think much worse than most. I would say I'm definitely worse at technical things than you and Pharaoh by sure. a large margin. Yeah. You know, and that that's not to say I can't do combos. I'm not yeah, like yeah. I'm not Arturo Sanchez where I just literally do no combos and only play doll. I'm not that guy. I'm nowhere near that bad, but like I'm not I'm not great. I'm I would say yeah. I'm proficient. I sure. feel like it's probably neutral for you. I, I really do feel like it depends on the game because I did I I had to learn neutral in, in Marvel 3. I, I don't I know enough about Marvel to say how bad your neutral is in that game. I have good versus footsies. I do still make mistakes. I'm not like great at it, but yeah. that is not the problem so much for me anymore. Uh but like Samurai Showdown, um I I have solid enough fundamentals and footsies like traditional fighting you're a footsies. lot better at yes. footsies in that game than in standard just, street fighter because it's all there is uh and there's still some i'm gonna disagree i think it's it. i think it's it is partly that but i also think it's because you get so much fucking damage and because your yeah. character gets setups off of footsies well yeah because i'm i'm rewarded e- even you're though, rewarded with yeah. a setup for winning footsies yeah which makes you go ooh, ooh! it yeah. gives you <laughs> so you, you got me yes. your character i'm, I'm your, not your denying it your stick yeah <laughs> Um, okay, we're uh, we're a little over an hour here, but we'll do some little quick ones, I think, uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, go for it. One man. of uh, so I have I have two other. Oh man, I think I have three other favorites, but they're going to be a lot shorter than the other one. So the one is that um, there's this guy named Think a Man mm-hmm. in St. Louis early brawl days. This is like before Hylian was there, and so this is this is very early brawl, like release area brawl. So Think a Man plays Jigglypuff, who is a bad character. Uh, but she's got really good aerial pressure, and if you fuck up, she can rest you and kill you. Yep. So Jigglypuff is a bad character who, she's kind of like, I would say Jigglypuff has a very similar 
concept to a character like Ganondorf, but a completely polar opposite design sure. and application yeah. to a character like Ganondorf. But they are similar in the sense that like Jigglypuff is a character that like kind of like Honda mm-hmm. innately scares the opponent. Yeah, because they do have to be respectful of that. You have to respect her. She's different. Jigglypuff is, unlike Ganon, Ganon is not about, I mean, Ganon is about spacing your aerials. Ganon is about threading needles and doing things as perfectly as you can. Uh, This is an area where I fundamentally disagree with a lot of Ganon players who think he's actually about spamming smash attacks. Well, you're wrong and you're bad. Um, But the difference is Ganon is a character that can take a beating. And so you do want to play as perfectly spaced as you can, but you also, as, as heavies often do, you do need to leverage the fact that you can take a punch to gamble, so to speak. Mm. Jigs is not that way. You gamble with Jigs, you just you fucking die. die. Jigs yeah, is about so. actually spacing as perfectly as you can to avoid getting hit because she is a, literally a balloon. Um, so, think, man, there were so many tournaments where I would get second or third place routinely for the first year of Brawl, where and I would just get to think, man, and he would just fucking shit on me. And I was playing DDD. And DDD is... <laughs> It's got to be at least 65-35 DDD mm. in the matchup. <laughs> but I just couldn't, I would just be like, I just, he just does a thing, or I can't, uh, what do I do? And uh, I think I relate to, like, your current struggle in Smash because I kept trying to, like, make things happen, and mm-hmm. what I eventually realized versus issue. him is, like, I was like, oh, my God, if I just react to everything that he does, he's completely helpless. Now, that is kind of a ridiculous statement to make versus some characters. Like, well, of course, if you if you just react to literally everything your opponent does, of course you're going to win. That's not what I'm talking about. Because that's basically you outplaying the other person. Yeah. Because you can't actually react to everything that someone does. No, it's impossible. For the most part. You can't block a 25 frame over. But you, c- yeah. you can react to a lot more of what Jigglypuff does than you can to what other characters do. And part of that reaction is the... Uh, uh, the, the mental fortitude to not always try to punish every single thing, but to know that if he hits you and your shield's low, then you run away and you let your shield recharge, and then you wait and you have a full shield, and either he misspaces one of his aerials or you power shield one of his aerials, and then I grab you. Well, DDD's got a grab that did like 15% damage, which was a fuck ton of damage in that game. That was the highest damaging throw in the game. So I was like, oh my god, if I just react to what he does, and I grab him when he misspaces, and I don't give him anything for free, eventually he'll have to try and make an opening and I will grab him and I will back throw and then I will literally win for free via attrition because he is a tiny balloon that has no weight and I'm a fat piece of shit. And that's what I did. And then I never lost to him for like a million (laughs) tournaments. And that was when I actually was the best brawl player in St. Louis for about a year. Uh Um, I did that with DDD and I did that with Meta Knight. Um, And so I would gimp other people with Meta Knight and I would go DDD versus Thinkerman and I would just beat him with attrition. Because he couldn't do anything, but there were I so so there were multiple tournaments, but but specifically I remember that that the tournament where I had that realization, and it it like never shifted back. But prior to that, there was like almost an entire year or six months or I don't know some long period of time where there were multiple tournaments where I would be like winning versus him, and he would do like a completely stupid rollout, like the worst move of <laughs> yeah, all time, yeah. and he would like win the tournament with a rollout. And I was like, <laughs> and I would be like, what the fuck? This is like old. I mean, this yeah. is like old. Nobody knew what they were doing. So those are good. <clears throat> I also have. Another Brawl one where it was the first time that I super traveled and I went to MLG Dallas. Ooh, look at you. I was doing really well. There are two things from this tournament that I will never forget. One of them is the first time I had ever been heckled. Because I didn't know... 
that's that's my cross to bear as a as a Phoenix player. I'm I a guy came to Dano's and said, hey, are you Professor Lex? And I was like, yeah. All right. And he was like, hey, fuck you. You play Phoenix. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank you. Let me what? let me <laughs> specify. <laughs> this is the first time I had ever been properly heckled by a black dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You, the, the, you just got to say the full Hulk treatment. Okay. Because, I got because you. I, because I, I was a brawl player. There were... There weren't there hardly were any black, black people, people early in yeah, Brawl. There were so there, there were some, but it wasn't. I wasn't in the proper and FGC. They all played Falco and they were nice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. So I had been heckled by like random dumb twelve year old suburban white kids who came to the tournament. and They're like, "You can't chain throw. That's illegal." And I'd be like, "Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ah, fuck you. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> like I feed off your hate. It's made me what I am." That's a great song lyric. Listen to Burn. Uh, in silence they don't exist anymore anyway um yeah i was just like ah, i feed on your hatred fuck you so i went to mlg dallas and i'm having this run and it's really good and i lost to some really good player somewhat early on right like i was like i don't remember who some popular good yeah. top player i don't even remember who because it was like whatever but then i had a really good run in losers and there's this motherfucker kid goggles i will never forget his fucking name he's a fucking sonic player and he wears goggles and his tag is kid goggles classic he's apparently a perfectly nice dude but i had never been heckled Hulk syndrome yes it was yeah. hall hawk i had never met a hall hawk <laughs> in my life exactly this is the first hall hawk i've ever met so i'm playing this dude named tommy and he is a twin his it's like tommy and timmy they're twins and they both play rob or some shit. They're both like, they're known. They hosted tournaments in some region. They're known. And this guy's like pretty good. But I'm like, I can beat this guy. I can fucking beat this guy. I beat him game one. He narrowly beats me game two. Game three, I'm winning the entire game. Okay. I'm winning like the entire fucking game. And eventually I'm like, look, I can't find a kill. I'm playing Falco now. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not going to force the kill. He has to approach me because I'm Falco. That is my fucking prerogative. Fuck you. I'm just going to make him approach me. And so I'm getting him to like, he's at like 200%. And Falco, there's like, it's very hard to kill in Brawl in general. But Falco is a thing where if you hit a Nair and fast fall it, you can Nair into up tilt and it'll kill it like 200% most characters. Okay, around there. So that's like your your win condition. Like, yes, right? Once yeah. you get him there, like, you probably could have found a kill earlier than that. But if you don't, you've got that. He's right around that percent for a really long time. He's trying to time me out. I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Fucking come approach me. This is the first time I've timed someone out in Brawl. Really, it's very hard to time someone out in Smash because it's like an eight-minute timer. And the reason that timers are, if you've ever wondered, the reason timers are long in Smash is because it's actually very easy to time someone out in Smash. Because and you so, can just spend that whole time right and, away. And so, incre yeah, because amazing. of circle camping and the whole, yep. it's a whole thing, platform, fiber, platform fighters. But anyway, so by increasing the timer, you decrease the, the incentive to time someone out. Yes. Um, because there are more chances and more likelihood that you yep. will find that opening and kill them. At any rate, I'm going and I'm going and I'm going. And uh, I'm doing super duper well. And this whole time, I don't even know why. Kid Goggles is heckling the shit out of me. I don't know why. And all I can think of in my brain is like, why does this guy hate me? Why does he hate <laughs> me so much? Because he's saying shit I've never heard before. Like he's he's also he's also saying some shit he's that's like he knows how to play Falco. And he's like, ah, oh, he's just doing that fucking shit. Look at this. Yup, fucking knew you're gonna do that, idiot. And I'm like, God damn, I how was, did he know? I was gonna do that. <laughs> and like, I do not crack easily at all. And like, this is the first time I've ever experienced someone like. <laughs> Calling out what I'm going to do to an entire crowd of like 300 people. Like, ah, look at this guy. What's his name? Metal fucking music man. Fuck this guy. He's on the BBR. <laughs> He's fucking ass. Who let this guy in the BBR? I'm like, oh my God, all of my worst oh my fears. God. It's like do when I you belong? walk down the street and you get heckled by like a random person who's a douche. And you're like, I don't care. Fuck you. Versus when you walk down the street and like a nine-year-old comes up to you and they're like, 
ah, you got a pimple on your cheek, you fucking idiot. And you're like, oh no. Like they instantly know the exact, this dude heckled me so good. I've never in my life. And like, I remember like DMing him on Smashboards afterwards and being like, hey man, no one's ever heckled me like that before. And he was just like, oh really? That's just like what we do where I'm from. And I'm like, fuck, I don't even understand how to, yeah, You guys are this was like, fire. yeah, this was like, yeah, I had no idea. So anyway, what happened in the tournament set I was going to win this win versus Tommy or Timmy or whatever the fuck his name is. I think it was Tommy. I was going to win by a timeout. I was 100% going to win. He grabbed me and he threw me and I was like, oh, whatever. I'm going to like jump out of the way. And there's only like, I think there were literally like 15 seconds left. And I was like, I'm just going to jump out of the way and do this thing. And he ate my second jump with a laser and then hit me with a Rob uh, top. And, and I just, just couldn't make it back. Helplessly. And I died with like eight seconds left and a 200% to 60% lead. And then I turned around and Kid Goggles was just like, ah, you fucking idiot. And I was like, fuck! <laughs> ah! God damn it! So that's how, I got, that's how I got like 42nd out of 500 at an MLG <laughs> event once. Um, so yeah, that's a good one. And then the other one is when I finally won a Bar Wars tournament. Which oh, is they, when I, it yeah. good, right? Yeah, I, beat, I finally beat Truth. I had gotten second so many times. Yeah. So you that really one's really memorable. Place for a while, dude. I, I was perpetually second at, I, all the time at I Bar Wars. I won a handful of tournaments. It was towards Super. Uh, it was earlier in in Bar Wars's existence mm-hmm. on the timeline, uh, and I, I sort of fell off. I was always, you know, better than everybody else. But yeah, I didn't win as many tournaments for a while. So, but it, but it feels good because you you know the people and you've been grinding and grinding against them for so long, and, and they're like they're characters, but they're also your friends, and then. Am, am I wrong? Is that, no, why, you're is right. that not it's, why it was good for you? Why no, that is why you? it's good, but it, it was also good because of that same... It is that, yes, but it's also that same realization that I had versus Think a Man in Brawl. I remember feeling that... The oh, realization that okay. you have that you know you are going to beat someone who typically you do not beat. Yeah. Because you know you've got like their number. Yeah. And I remember realizing that versus like Truth like really hard because Truth, Truth is such a lame, zony player, but he's also really good. Like Truth is he's one of my favorite players of all time because he, we, I think we've talked about him on the podcast once or twice, but like he, he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh he, yeah. He Absolutely. looks like he's a low level player. The, the like thing, a guy who plays street fighter for fun. Yeah. He looks like he's, he's not, just, he's a demon. No, he's <laughs> fucking godlike, but it's just his play style is such that like he does things that I don't even feel like he doesn't have the, capacity to do optimal things because he does he would do like yeah. really sick optimal like goken combos versus yeah. me but then a lot of times he would literally just like jump and throw and sweep and that was the only fucking thing that he did because that's all he needed that was all he needed to do yeah. he's one of my favorite players he might he might actually be my favorite player <laughs> favorite, uh, street fighter fight, or uh, four player i think he might yeah. be my favorite player in like any local wow. scene that i've okay. ever like like truth god is just like yeah i he is something else but anyway i remember like getting him in a situation and like doing certain things and then him coming back and pushing me, you know, like I remember that. But then also, yeah, it was I had been practicing with uh, Dankster Dave, who is also known as future wrestler for those of you who are smashers uh, may, may remember that. Um, I had been practicing with him before we went to that tournament and he beat me for the first time in like all the sets we played. He like never beat me. And we were like, damn, Dave's going to win the tournament. And then Dave went O2 and I won the tournament, <laughs> which, is, which is really funny Classic. because we felt like I was playing like shit and he was playing really well. Um, but yeah, so that, that's, that's a good one though, because I had, I had always done well in Street Fighter 4, but I never, it's interesting to me how, I think I was pretty fucking good at Street Fighter 4, mm. but it's interesting to me looking back 
that there are some very key tiny things that I could have done, and I actually might have been like a great player. Like I was never a great player. I was never great. Like I would always, I I never made it out of pools at Evo. I always got, I think I got third every time in my pool, and it was so fucking frustrating. Yeah. Um, Especially for the king second. But if only the top two go, then exactly. like third place it becomes was so second place. frustrating. And I think it's just stuff that even though I think I was much better at the game, there's stuff that I've learned stepping away from Street Fighter 4, playing Street Fighter 5. Because um, there are actually things I did learn from Street Fighter 5. Street Fighter 5 teaches you really well about turns. Yeah. Because the game is so focused linear and slow. On that. Yeah. It like, yeah, it teaches you. And so there's stuff that going back to four, you recognize turn situations more. Yeah. Um so there's stuff like that that, yeah, I learned going back that looking back on some of those events, it was like it did feel good to finally win. But I'm like, man, I could have won. I was really good, but I could have won way more consistently than I yeah. did if I if I had some of those little nuggets, you know, at that time. So, yeah, I've, tournaments, man. Yeah. I, let, let me do one more before yeah, yeah, you, you slam no, shut. Um, great time. This is a great topic. We yeah. should have done this one sooner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think if we're talking about like favorite players, uh, at least for me, my favorite player to play. In St. Louis. In St. Louis. Uh, was Steve. Mr. K. Really? Yeah. Interesting. For for a reason I don't... Um, I mean, I know you guys get along, but I'm surprised that that would be... No, set yeah, aside whatever different. camaraderie okay. Okay. we have. Um, when I played him, because of the way that I play... That, oh, did he just go into his super fundamental mode that he has? Yeah. Yeah, that actually... No, that makes sense. Yeah. I broke him of that because I actually can play fundies. Um, unlike you're you. the reason why he plays Leo now? No, okay, so here's... I might be. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. um, there he, was a time when he beat me with Ryu for that exact reason. Yeah. And I thought I would never be able... He broke me. Yeah. He broke... You got guard... He broke me, and I was like, yeah. I'll never be able to beat the Steve, way he's doing yeah. it. And then eventually I pushed him off of Ryu again, yeah. and he went, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, once upon a time, Steve... Uh, Steve, <clears throat> I think Steve studies the same way I do. He looks at tech and he, he gets way more into frame data than I do but like he, I think you guys are pretty similar are. players yeah he's just a lot better about playing neutral than you yeah. neither of you wants to play neutral oh I think he wants to play neutral I think he wants to play neutral when the other person is helpless and bad against it yeah that and I think assuming he plays someone who's on his footing, I think he does he not. I think he does not want to play Leo. neutral, huh? Uh, that might be why he plays Leo in uh, Guilty Gear. But yeah. uh, so like I, I was playing, we were fucking around in uh, Marvel, and I'm you know much better than him at Marvel for what difference that makes in the grand scheme of things. But like I, I thought, I mean that oh, makes sense. Marvel yeah. was never his game. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But I played Spider-Man uh, Wesker. And I hit him with what was supposed to be an ultimate web throw reset. And if none of these words sound real to you, don't worry. They don't sound real to a lot of Marvel players. <laughs> you do a gunshot and then uh, a gunshot OTG. You do your combo with Spider-Man. You do a gunshot OTG with Wesker. And then you do web ball. Web ball is a unique uh, move because it puts them into a capture state. And then when they come out of the capture state, unlike normal, <clears throat> they can be grabbed. So, like, uh, if if you have a new character come in, like an incoming mix-up, and they'd come in from a snapback or from a character death or whatever, mm -hmm. you can't grab them. So if you jump up and do a grab input, it'll hit them or do, like, a hit, assuming that they don't press any buttons. This, the ultimate web throw, uh, foregoes that. Without understanding all of these things, that's the only way that... It, it, if you don't understand why this reset works, that's why it works on you. Right? Yes. And that's what I thought I was going to do to Steve, but because Steve's a fucking wizard, not only did he know how it works, that I was going to do it, that it was coming. <laughs> he had the specific obscure NIST yeah, knowledge he, because... He, roll, he teched in 
off of the capture state and then grabbed me out of my ultimate weapon. I was like, fuck off, Steve. You don't play this fucking game. What are you doing? And that was like, <laughs> that is, that's him to a T. Yeah, that is, that is Steve to a T. Mr. K uh, is, he's, yeah, he knows all of the weird tech. Yeah. He, he's actually why I do um, use Oni Ultra 2 because he had like a couple sessions versus me when I was playing Ultra 1. Oni Ultra 1. Um, and he taught me how to do the weird Tatsu one into Ultra 2. Oh, okay. Which I, A, yeah. didn't even know was a thing. And then B, he made the very sensible argument of that, like, that does basically the same damage as cross up into Ultra 1. Yeah. It, it's only a little bit less. It has more corner carry and Ultra 2 is a much better anti-air. And I was like, because yeah. that was the main thing that made me not want to use 2 is like, if you get a cross up slash, Raw Ultra 2 does so Mid-line little damage. damage yeah. And and they're stuck in the middle of the screen, doesn't matter. But if you do the Tatsu into it, it does more damage and you put them in the corner afterwards. Right. So it's really fucking good. Um, and he and and he knew it worked on the whole cast. Yeah. Cause I was because like, does Steve. that work on everyone? And he's like, Oh yeah, whole cast. And and so I was like, shit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're Mathematically, right. Mathematically yeah. you're right. You're just you're just right. But like Yeah, he has he's very good about like having that niche. Yeah knowledge he, he's a he's a uh he is a fighting game scientist yes. through and through yes i have areas where i dabble in sure. fighting game science sure um but but and, you know all the smashers core. think i'm like yeah, the scientist person of all time technically wrote be, ultimate frame because be, well but they did find yeah. it on android I'm, I'm as we know i'm good at yeah. teaching yeah. not good at at, at sciencing i'm yeah. good at explaining science to others um typically people end up surpassing me once i make them understand the science um, i know that feeling yeah yeah but but like that that's why uh steve was my favorite player to play because there was no point there was no amount of butt slams that i could do that would be a situation that steve wasn't he had a really strong fundamental game versus bullshit like that so i wasn't allowed to so like playing him forced me to be my better player yeah and then he would beat me because he was better at footsies and so it became the only way to beat steve who forced me to play footsies oh i have a really good memory of mr k bullshit was yeah. to be wrong. So like in any given situation, there's like a secret answer, there's a right answer, and then there are several wrong answers. Steve always knew the secret answer, so I could never surprise him. And he always knew the right answer, so I couldn't beat him honestly. So I had to be wrong. But wrong the right way. Correct. And then you do get the in, and then you do yep. get to do the dumb things. Yep. Yeah, I had similar lessons versus him. Like there was definitely a time where I would, especially early on, I just, I actually, I actually thought... I beat him so bad so frequently very early that I did not understand that he was even good. <laughs> I, I I literally, I, and I'm not like, this sounds so egotistical, but yep. <laughs> it is, no, it is, it is just true. I remember like the first tournament I beat him at Ogres, he was a super dick to me, just like guilty. Um, I beat both of them and, and he was like, uh, thing, you shouldn't do this. And I was like, dude, you literally you won one to round yeah. to me. And every other round, I shit on your face. I was like, what are you trying to tell me? Fuck you, right? Yeah. So then people were like, I can't believe you beat Mr. K. And I was like, he was not relevant? Like, literally? <laughs> like, I just, I don't know what you want. And so it was very shocking to me when he did start doing what you're saying and mm-hmm. doing, like, the fundamental play. Because I remember there was a point where he goes, he goes, no, you can't cross me up with that thing you're doing because I have a three-frame DP. It literally will never work. And I was like, there's, yet? No, there's no way that's right. That that doesn't sound right. And then and then he just did it every single time. And I was yeah. like, fuck. And then that broke me for like a really long time, right? Yeah. 
So then we went back and forth, right? Where he like, then he disrespected me and he just beat me every single tournament for X amount of time. And I eventually, what I, like I think what you, you were saying, discovery. it doesn't work to say that you can't ever cross them up. Yes. You have to figure yeah, out yeah. how to make it so they can't do that, even though they technically can do it every single time. Yep. That's, at least for me, how you need to win. Because otherwise, I'm playing the wrong character. I'm playing the wrong way. I don't, I, as much as I love fundamentals, I do not only want i want to break my opponent yeah and it's hard to do that exclusively through fundamentals sometimes you can do it with fundamentals like there have been many of many a folk who i have broken with straight fundamentals but i think at the end of the day if you really press me up against it i want to be predominantly fundamental into a scramble that i want but the uh, the specific steve memory that i have that i i don't think i'll ever forget it's actually one of the favorite one of my favorite big things that has ever happened during a tournament the set itself was not that great which is why i didn't bring it up but it was after we had been through this. So I didn't give a shit about Steve. Steve hated me and thought I was a fraud and eventually climbed out of getting shit on by me and shit on me repeatedly and was like, ha 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 ha, you are a fraud. I knew it. And I was like, ah, fuck. And then I came back and then eventually we had a more proper rivalry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of like, of like back and forth. I would say I probably won more often than I lost him, but it was pretty close to a 50 50. Um, depending on what time you sample. Yeah. Um, so we had gotten to that point. We had gotten to that point, and he was playing Ryu, and I was encouraging him to play Ryu because even though his stuff was good, I always liked his Ryu because A, he's got the fundamentals, but B, Ryu has always had more bullshit than people give him credit for. Ryu is the honest character that you should learn when you play the game, and also, but he's, he's kind of fucking dumb. He has dumb yeah. bullshit, yeah, and I don't think people ever gave him enough credit in for for having dumb bullshit, yeah. especially as, as late... Com comparatively later as the game went on Seth has more bullshit than oh, way Ryu more. way more Ryu's got some though yeah and way better fundies so anyway there was some set we played that it was round one and I like I won round one in a normal way where we mm -hmm. both like played somewhat respectful and then like maybe there were a couple reads and I won and then round two Steve did something and I literally did the same option like 47 times in a row and he just kept going no no, 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 <laughs> no, and beat it. And it was like a near perfect where like literally everything I did was wrong. And Steve did that thing that you can only do when you have hated someone and then gained respect for them <laughs> and then become fighting game comrades, right? Yeah. That that mutual thing. He did the thing you can only do where he, he did that to me. And I was like, God damn it. And we we're both laughing it off. And he goes, it's okay because now you're awake. Because he knew... <laughs> Because he knew from playing me <laughs> that sometimes I am asleep and an idiot and do dumb yeah. things. And I literally will not. And I do think that's another weird plus and minus to me as a player. If we're archetyping ourselves, uh, I am the kind of player who does play to the level of their opponent. Yeah. And some people, I think they think I do that on purpose. I don't know. I think it's just sort of the way that I play. I play my opponent. And so if you don't do a really good thing, I won't do a really good yeah. thing either. Pharaoh is the opposite of that. Pharaoh is a technically proficient textbook player. Yes. Steve is a little bit more both of those things. I I can definitely play fundamentals, but like it is not, I can't do it the way someone like Pharaoh does. Pharaoh is like a, a perfect robot a lot of the time. Mm. You know, like I said, like he will just do the right thing. And then that's also, I think, why he's worth the scrambles. But, but yeah, Steve saying that to me is like, I'll never forget that because he said it and I was like, yeah, you're right. Thanks, Mr. Steve. And then I fucking won the set. But like, <laughs> he woke you up. Well, I think I would have woken up anyway, but it would have, he prompted the wake up in that camaraderie. Way he he pinched you. Yeah, it's like, like I said stuff to him trained. where I was just like, yeah. like sometimes he'd hit me with like a particular like autocorrect DP. I'm like, I you fucking Mr. K and your autocorrect, you know, things that you 
that's the most beautiful thing about fighting games. If we can gush about that is the way the, the, do you, okay. Do you think you know someone better after playing? No, no, no. I know you think that you do, but do you think I'm going to compare this? Okay. Do you think you know someone better if you have a history of playing fighting games versus them than you do if you like are in an actual romantic relationship and have sex with them? Because sometimes I feel like I am, even though I'm not closer to people that I play fighting games with, sometimes I feel like I know them better. Like I really know how their brain works because if you, if you love someone, you just like care about them and you, you just and that's yeah. whatever or you're attracted to them and what you you you're intimate whatever i mean you know them pretty well yeah. but, but you do know you know them well enough to, to know when yeah you when they will drag and punch DP. on yeah exactly <laughs> because because i do not i do not know when any of my ex-lovers would dragon punch on wake up but i know your dragon punch on wake up time i think i think you know someone better maybe well what is marriage in the face of fighting game camaraderie it's true maybe nothing anyway yeah meaningless no since since i know that jen listens to this podcast now uh you just know them in a different way when you when you do a fighting game yeah, I agree. It it is different. You know how their brain works. Yeah. I mean, and you know that when you're in a relationship with someone too. But not like, the same way. It's not the same way. It no, isn't because you know specifically the specific reaction. Maybe it's just because we reduced it. If there was like competitive sex and and you could be like trying to get into a position, but you'd be wrestling, and then like your partner could know and read you. If there, you know, maybe like maybe then, but like then you can't. It's totally different. You can't. Then, you yeah. can't know. Yeah, it's there's there's something there's something about that like. Knowing everything you're going to do, countering every single thing, and then like them countering it, and like I don't you're, know, you're having a completely wordless conversation. Yeah, I had this exact conversation with a. We a need competitive sex. Before. Yeah, no, that's that's the that's the bottom line. <laughs> we need competitive sex. Competitive sex wrestling needs yeah. to be a sport. Then you can know. Then with who? Who did you have the conversation with? Uh, Atrice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember his uh, tag, but. Um, we, we were playing Skullgirls and he was better than me. And then eventually, like, I, I call I call it becoming uh, fluent in the game. Yes. I, I got the sense of the pace. I understood how assists work and how assists work differently yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and how the, the Vortex works. And after I did that, I came up and we played and he did a thing and I knew the thing that he was doing and neither of us had said anything. And he said, oh, I see. Now we're having a conversation. Uh, we hadn't really been talking yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was just beating me at a fighting game. It's totally different. Yeah, no, if you don't play fighting games, you don't get it. He's a cool dude. I didn't know him until Street Fighter Five because he didn't really play 4. Yeah. And he had played Ken, and I had some similar interactions with him where I shit on him like routinely week after week, and then there was like a week where he had figured some shit out. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I told you, I'd fucking like, I'd get you eventually. You know, I'm like, God damn. He was right. He's yeah. so good. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, I could, I could tell he was. He just, he hadn't. Put as much time into five, I think, sure. at the time. Yeah, no, but he's, he's an anime player. Yeah, he mostly anime. Aren't we all? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're on an hour and 35 minutes, so yeah, I think we're going to call it. That's fair. But, God, fighting games. Dude, so, I think we need to games. do this same topic, but instead of matches we have played, we should do matches we've watched Okay. sometime. Okay. We'll do, do like, like, like matches of yesteryear from streams and stuff that we remember. Okay. That'll be fun. That's fine. Yeah. So, all, right. all right. Well, at any rate, um, this has been the podcast this week, guys. We will catch you next time. I have been Metal Music Man. And I've been Professor Lex. And we will see you guys later. Finger guns. Finger guns.